start going. They need to go, Bucks, because they're not playing very well right now. Nobody covers the Buccaneers better. Nobody covers the NFC South better. In fact, I, I'm going to declare Greg Allman, our next guest, Fox Sports. You can check him out, uh, foxsports.com. I'm going to declare Greg Allman the greatest writer to cover a bad division in the history <laughs> of NFL football. How about that? Thanks, Greg? man. Hmm? Thanks very much. That, that beats the record I started last year, I guess. <laughs> You can check out all of his coverage, foxsports.com. Hit him up on Twitter as well. Great follow, at Greg Allman. All right, Greg. Um, speaking of, of of the NFC South, the Buccaneers, even though, what have they lost? Six, what, six, of their, six of their last seven, but there's still only one game out of the division lead. Todd Bowles mentioned that after the, the loss last week. Um, they're still in it, aren't they? They really are, uh, and they shouldn't be. They're four and seven, but yeah, I mean they they're playing a one win team on Sunday in Carolina, and if they win that one, and then if they beat the Falcons, who are five and six right now, next week they're, they'll have at least a share of first place two weeks from now with four games left in the season. And one of those four games, they have another game against Carolina. I think at the right. end of the year, don't they? Yeah, they they close in Charlotte. Yeah, so yeah, that's another game that again, in theory. They should have a lot more on the line than Carolina does, uh, not even having a draft pick to, to kind of play for. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a weird deal, and it, it'll shake out in, the, in these last division games. Uh, the Saints come to Tampa on December 31st. That'll be another big game. Um, you know, I don't know that any of these four is going to get to nine wins and have a, a winning record. It could be like last year when the Bucks, you know, hosted a playoff game at eight and nine. Uh, but it's at least it's a competitive division. You can say that. Okay, so you cover the NFC South at their if all teams are at their best, and I'm not, I'm 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 cutting the Panthers out of this. All right, yeah. all teams are at their best. Falcons, Bucks, Saints. Who who's the best team? Uh, I think the Falcons probably have. Show, I mean, you think about who the Bucks were at three and one. Um, you know, beating the Vikings. That's probably the peak of it. Atlanta, if Atlanta doesn't make mistakes, um, they run game their defense. You know can get it done um you know and atlanta doesn't play a lot of tough teams the rest of the way so they're probably the team that's best poised to to get to that magical ninth win and not quite be as embarrassing as as a division champ with a losing record would be greg allman uh fox sports joins us right here on open mic what's been the main issues i guess with the buccaneers this year yeah um there's, there's a couple different things um their, their defense has not been, you know, nearly at the level they want it to be. They've dealt, dealt with some injuries, um, but really they're just not not a very good defense right now. You know, early in the year they at least had a ton of turnovers and takeaways, and I think they had ten in their first four games, but they just have seven in the last seven. That's just one a game, and that doesn't really help very much. Um, you know, I think Baker Mayfield's probably surprised people. I think he's been better than expected for a guy that came in, you know, on a four million dollar contract. That's pretty cheap by NFL starting quarterback standards. Uh, but they're not a good run team. They're still, you know, bottom two or three in the league in rushing. Um, you know, this is a chance for them. I mean, it's one of those where if you just beat bad teams, um, that that could get them to seven, eight wins and be competing in the last two weeks of the season. For yeah, it's one of those where if you come out of it with a division title, I think that you know 
covers a lot of blemishes, if you will. Uh, it probably means you're hosting the Cowboys and you're probably like a 10-point underdog at home in the playoffs, which is a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what they did last year. But, yeah, I mean, the Bucks had never won back-to-back division titles in their history. So here they are, in theory, competing for a third straight one in a year where I think most people had kind of written them off. You know, you, you take a lot of lumps from a salary cap standpoint. You know, they're, Tom Brady's counting $35 million against this team this year. And it's just the way that contract worked. So I think the, the goal was to be as competitive as possible while getting out of some of the financial problems that they piled up trying to build a good team around Tom for three years. So, um, you know, job speculation, Todd Bowles, you hear it all the time. People are starting to write about it. I guess even was there was the Bucks radio announcer, D- Dave Moore, did he have some critical things to say about Todd Bowles? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's one of those where, I mean, I think when you've lost six out of seven, you definitely need that. I mean, I think, you know, Todd, the problem is that Todd Bowles, you know, followed Bruce Arians, and Bruce was very much, a, you know, a fiery guy who was going to rip people publicly and, and kind of be, you know, in our business, very nicely blunt and printable in being really quotable in, in assessing what's wrong, and that's not Todd Bowles. I mean, Todd Bowles is just a very even keel, um, steady, positive voice, and they want they want people calling for heads. They want people angry, and that's just at least publicly not who Todd is. Um, so I think that's been tough for fans. Um, you know, I think they want you know guys getting benched. They want you know people getting called out. But there's definitely. Um, a consistent problem where guys aren't in the right place, guys are, you know, given given a bus and coverage defensively. It hasn't necessarily been one person, but when it happens as often as it has, it's it's problematic. Yeah, we all know this is a supposedly a big quarterback draft coming up. Yeah. The Buccaneers, obviously Baker Mayfield, I don't think is their quarterback of the future. I'm assuming. Kyle Trask isn't either since he can't even get on the field. Um, so are the Buccaneers going to be in the market for a quarterback after this season? I mean, potentially, very much so. I mean, right now, I think they'd have the seventh pick in the draft. Obviously, that doesn't get you Caleb Williams or Drake May. Um, but it's possible to get to the third or fourth quarterback in the class. The Athletic had a mock draft they put out yesterday, and they had the Bucks getting Jaden Daniels from LSU. Which would be a mm. that would be a guy, you know. I think in terms of if you're trying to get people excited about things, kind of in a post Brady world, uh, that would do that. I mean, I think Baker still has a window where if he, you know, they were to write the ship and he were to lead them, you know, again to an improbable playoff run, they could bring him back. I mean, it's one of those where he's he's played well. He's probably at that point had one of the best seasons of his career. I don't think you you give him some huge five year contract. Um, but could be back and could be a guy you think of as the starter or somebody you could run the team next year if you don't think a rookie's ready, that kind of thing. I, I agree with you in that I don't I don't think there's a, a scenario where Trask is kind of the, the guy to beat. I think it's either going to be Baker back or or a high-drafted rookie probably. Kyle Trask just must not be very good if he, can, if he can't. I mean, he's been there. What is, is this his third or fourth year? It's his third year. It's his third year. He came in and had two snaps on Sunday um, and just missed a touchdown pass. Uh, Baker got hurt at the goal line. But, yeah, it's one of those where, I mean, obviously the first two years you're behind Tom Brady. There's not a lot of shame in that. Um, And, again, I think if they really believed in him, they probably don't bring in uh, even a Baker Mayfield. You know, I think if you think about what the Falcons did, you know, they liked, you know, Desmond Ritter enough. All they did was bring in Taylor Heineke. Um, So I think if they really thought Trask – could be the guy. I don't think they they 
worried about bringing in a Mayfield. Maybe you bring in a lesser backup and let Trask have a shot. So right now, I mean, if they, you know, if they lost Sunday to Carolina, that's a bad thing. But if they do take themselves out of contention, there's certainly a, a reason to think they could look to Trask and give them a couple starts just to try and see what they have there and try and see how to balance his potential against, you know, how high you take a rookie, how how much do you let him play into your quarterback competition next year if Baker's not back? That That's a question I think a lot of fans would like to see answered. But again, I don't, I don't think Trask's going to see the field for meaningful snaps until they think their their season is, you know, over as it, as it relates to at least competing for the division. Yeah, I mean, if you're Todd Bowles, why? If you think Baker Mayfield gives you the best chance to win, and you're and you're right. fighting for your job, right? You're not gonna. Hey, I'm not gonna develop the young quarterback for the next coach to come in, right? Right, right. And again, it's it, it's tricky, and that he he has to fight for his job. There are players all over this roster that are fighting for their job. So you have, you know, I think it's easy sometimes for the casual fan to say, "Oh, they should tank. They should lose every game the rest of the way." You know, forget about picking seventh in the draft. They want to pick fourth or third, um, and that's just not how teams operate. You know, the guys that are on the field want to win. Uh, the coaches that are, you know, trying to save their jobs want to win. The GM wants to win. So it's it's one of those where fans sometimes will have that long term focus from a distance, but it's not something you really see much from from the people actually involved on the field. Greg Allman covers the NFC South, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for Fox Sports. Since you do cover the NFC South, what's your take on what's going on with the Carolina Panthers? Obviously, they just fired Frank Reich after only 11 games of his first season. There's questions about who signed off on drafting Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud. David Tepper, the owner, says, hey, I would, you know, it, it, it was a unanimous decision. There are some who say Tepper sort of forced them to, to draft Bryce Young. What are you hearing, Greg? Yeah, it's a mess up there. I mean, I was up there for the Cowboys game, uh, whatever, week ago Sunday. Um, yeah, I mean, they haven't been competitive in games. You know, you think about the excitement they had. You know, you get a number one overall pick. You kind of trade a whole big package to get him. There's expectations of, of turning a corner and then being the team to watch, especially when you see what Houston's been able to do. You know, with CJ Stroud picked second, you know, basically has them competing for a playoff berth. Um, so, no, it's a mess. Uh, this is the third time in six years that Tepper's fired a coach in season. So, his history now is, is kind of setting him up as somebody with not a lot of patience. Um, so, you combine that with not having a first round pick because they gave up so much to get Bryce, um, the kind of overall lack of talent. Um, this isn't. A job that people are going to line up for, you know, it might be the worst of the NFL openings this off season. So that hurts too. And then, I mean, last year, you know, at least with Reich, they were the first one to hire a coach. Um, you know, you had the excitement of what was at least top ten pick. And um, you know, compare that to Chicago, where Chicago obviously is also a bad team, and Chicago probably has two top five picks, lots of cap room. Uh, if you want to have Justin Fields as your quarterback, you can. If you want to take high draft pick in a quarterback, I think that makes it a lot easier to to bring in a top candidate, you know, a, a hot assistant um, as a head coach compared to what Carolina is going to probably deal with. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody covers the NFC South better. Nobody covers the Tampa Bay Buccaneers better. Check him out, foxsports.com. Greg Allman, hit him up on Twitter, at Greg with one G, Allman, A-M-A-N. Greg, we appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Mike. Have a good one. All right, straight ahead. Go vote on all of our polls at 96.9 Game On. We're getting ready to vote on those polls next on Open Mind.